0: And your dad seems to be what uh, he's mouthing. Gilmore Tuckerman. Finger pointing and name calling. Andre Poodle Lucie. Thank okay. you. Back out of the Fast Sasquatch. Ogie. Okay. Uncle Car. It's all about the flow. And the snow. Shut up. Play hockey. What's up, everybody? Buzz here, representing the Under Channel. For our continuing coverage of the 2020-2021 NHL season, this being a look at the Detroit Red Wings weekend review for the week of January 24th to January 30th. There was four games on this week's schedule. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go over the scores, who scored for the Red Wings, my three stars, a couple of keys that I kind of saw while watching these, the week's games, and the upcoming schedule. So, without further ado, let's just get into the to the week, because it really wasn't a good one. No wins this week, a couple of points because of overtime losses, but all L's in the end. So let's us take a look. On the 24th, first game of the week, we took on the Chicago Blackhawks and got our butts kicked. 6-2. Tyler Bertuzzi' lone goal score for the Detroit Red Wings on that day with two goals. Obviously, there's two goals, so it wasn't a lone score, but he was. Alone. So they just they just didn't look good. It's this was kind of the start of missing some guys, which is going to be a key one of my keys when I get to that portion. We had some COVID issues with some players missing especially some top line guys and it just did look like the Red Wings you know came to play they had a few new guys you know getting put on the lineup it might have been their first game of the year they had to get their game legs under underneath them and it just lines were getting all mixed up it was just a, it was just a tough game and Chicago took advantage there was really no drive in the Red Wings that game. The two goals that they did get by Tyler Bertuzzi, I believe, were both power play goals, which is which is big because that's kind of a key that I had last week where our power play was just not good. So we were getting a little bit of, you know, power play luck there. That might be kind of showing signs that that portion of the game might be turning around, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, it... it Kind of bit him in the butt later in the week, especially against Dallas in the uh, second game against Dallas. But I'll get into that when I get into the review for the for that game. But just they didn't they didn't bring it. Like I said, it's it's hard when you're bringing in newer guys. It's it's gonna be hard for every team this year because of the way with COVID, guys are gonna be out of the lineup unknown amounts of times and just out of nowhere getting taken out of lineup because of a positive or a positive test like with people they know. So it's going to be an interesting season and it's not loaned to the Red Wings. Dallas has had these issues. Vegas is having these issues currently. All the teams are going to have these kind of issues throughout the season because of COVID. So it's something that we're not really going to be able to get you know around. You know the way you can really do that is I mean Bringing in the players—that's why the taxi squad was created. Because NHL kind of knew that there was probably a good chance that you know a player here, or there is going to miss. And instead of having what baseball did, where they had to you know postpone a lot of games because certain guys were gone, you had your backup guys that can get practices with the teams, but they don't you know play the games. They're there like kind of on call for when what happened with the Red Wings this week happens. You can throw in a guy here or there in the lineup without having to have him, you know, quarantine and all that stuff like that. So that was definitely a big issue with the, the Chicago game. It was really the first game where they lost a significant amount of guys, and it was and it showed because the lines just weren't there. There was guys coming in that just didn't, you know, it was their first game. They didn't have uh, their game legs underneath them, game conditioning, stuff like that. That stuff takes some time, game, a couple of games here and there, to get under that mentality and stuff like that. So, tough loss for the Red Wings, but we moved on to the 26th, the first game against Dallas. It looked a lot better they lost 2 to 1 in overtime with Vlad Nemesnikov getting his first of the season finally last week the first week he had a few quite a few big opportunities that just either you know sailed sailed wide or completely missed or just off a of post or something but he just wasn't being able to you know get that puck in the net and finally got that in so that's definitely a load off of his shoulders finally getting that first goal and and they played well like Dallas they could have gone either way They had the pressure in the beginning of the overtime with Larkin. And Mantha, I believe, had some good pressure, had a couple of shots there. And then a blown pass to the neutral zone to center ice kind of was their downfall. Mantha was, I think, getting ready to kind of come off for a change because he had been out there for a few. They had that, like I said, they had that little bit of pressure, so he was getting ready for a change. The pass was forced in the middle zone, and it was turned over to Dallas. They were able to get into Detroit's defensive zone, and they had kept it in there. Very, very patient with the puck, made the Red Wings kind of make the first move, got a couple of guys out of position, and they scored the overtime winning goal. Those are the games where it's kind of like you sit back, especially for a rebuilding team, and it's like definitely... You can see the signs, especially after that big loss with Chicago. You can see the signs that they were bouncing back. It's just still it's that, that, that team that's on the cusp of, you know, getting to the next step, but still are making those those mistakes. And that's gonna happen when you a lot of new faces without really having much of a chance. I mean, we had the training camps, but you know, that was only for a couple of weeks. We didn't have any preseason games so i didn't get to build chemistry so these first you know few weeks here you're gonna see these you know and then also with the jumbling of the lines because of COVID. you're not gonna see the chemistry being made because once chemistry started oh so-and-so is gonna be out now we have to move somebody up and then that chemistry changes so it's gonna it's gonna happen for a while and like i said again it's not strictly just a red wings issue it's gonna happen around the league it's just unfortunately with us being covering the Red Wings. That's specifically who we're looking at right now. And it's just, it's its going to be tough. So like I said, they looked a lot better, especially being able to bounce back from that big loss, low loss to Chicago. It's just, they're still taking baby steps and it's just going to be, that's how the season is going to be. You, you think that they're going to, you know, maybe they on to that next level, but then they revert back to the old Old ways of you know giving the puck up and this and that. So it was it was a positive. They got a point out of it, but they could have had the two if they were a little bit more patient, and that's going to come with experience. So next up, we had the second of the two Dallas games. Uh, this one was a tough one. Uh, lost seven to three. We had Bertuzzi, the uh, Kaiser football scoring. Bertuzzi was kind of you know the guy this this week. Uh, he'll be. I'll talk, touch on him a bit more when I talk about the three stars of the week for me. But, uh, just another similar to the Chicago game, but maybe not as bad, where it just didn't look like they came to play. I think they just bit themselves in the foot a little bit in this game. Power play still wasn't really looking that great. Could have saved them a lot, could have gotten them a few more goals if they were connecting, but that was another, another non-good power play game, so... You thought you made strides a little bit in the Chicago game, but then you revert to not doing so well here against Dallas. So just a, a tough loss and one that hopefully you, you would look back when you go on moving on to the next game. They could learn. Next game was on the 30th, the first of two back-to-back series against Florida. The second Florida game we'll be talking about next week as that falls under next week's episode. We lost 3-2 to two in overtime yet again with Bertuzzi and Anthony Manta scoring. I didn't get to ch- catch out a lot of the game, but it was just another, another one where it's like they looked good from what I watched. Just, you know, a bad bounce on, on the goal in overtime where the, I can't remember what player it was off the top of my head from Florida, had a good shot, it was saved. But he, you know, kind of dug in, stole the puck, and was able to set up the other Florida player for a nice one-timer to get that uh, OT winner. The one unfortunate thing, I don't remember if it was the Dallas game or the Florida game. I think it was the uh, Dallas game. Yeah, it was the Dallas game, but we lost 7-3. We did lose Jonathan Bernier. I'm not 100% sure what his situation is at the moment. But I do know that he wasn't there yesterday for the game against Florida. Not sure if he's going to be there today. Uh, we might have uh, the backup playing since it's a back-to-back since Grice uh, played yesterday. So if if Bernier is out long-term, that's definitely going to be tough. We do have Grice, who is good. But on these back-to-back occasions, it might wear Grice out a little bit. So we'll have to see uh, how long-term Bernier is going to be out for. So... Let's move on to the three stars of the week. I have Tyler Bertuzzi as the number one star with four goals for the week. I have the second star, Phil Hironik, with three assists for the week. And my number three star is Vlad Nemestakov, who, like I said, finally got his first goal of the season and also tacked on an assist. So exciting to see these guys, especially Tyler Bertuzzi starting to light the lamp up a little bit i think he hit the one goal previous week so he's starting to get in his groove right now so that's definitely a good sign for the detroit red wings for the season to come my three keys of the week like i said number one COVID troubles we were missing um phil zadina robbie fabry sam gagne on offense we also were missing john merrill back on the blue line a lot to lose especially with guys like fabry and sedino who are your two of your top six definitely gonna hurt like i said on the power play definitely notices them missing notice them missing there and it's just it's gonna be tough i don't know how much longer if they're gonna be out i haven't really heard much news about if they're coming back anytime soon but if those two guys are out long term that's gonna really hurt the top top two lines that was one of the things that i was looking forward to this season is the fact that they had you know some depth on the second line some scoring depth maybe and two of those guys being out is definitely going to hurt the momentum for those top two pair top two pairs to maybe you know score some more goals you can kind of notice it with Bobby Ryan, doesn't seem like he's scoring as much because more of the pressure's on him because he's on the first line now. So more of the defending defensemen are on there, so he's not getting the same chances he would if they had the two scoring lines. So we'll see how long that this this lasts. The second storyline is because we didn't have that great of a week, is Jimmy Howard announces his retirement long-time goalie I mean for like, 15 years with the Wings. Uh, obviously, didn't take him to the Cup. Only did best, I think, uh, second round was the furthest he was able to get us. But for, you know, being able to carry this team for a while there, a two-time All-Star, probably doesn't get the credit he deserves because of the fact, you know, that he didn't get to take us very far. But definitely... Definitely a good goaltender for the Red Wings. Like I said, I think it just overshadowed just because he wasn't able to take us to a Stanley Cup or a Stanley Cup championship. But uh, great 15-year career with Detroit and good luck on your ventures, Mr. Howard. And kind of the last one, something I've touched on obviously multiple times, just last, he's just not a good week. Guys out of the lineup, like fact said, Fabry, Zadina, them not showing up for that Chicago game, the jumbling of the lines and stuff like that going on. Just not a lot of chemistry. They showed some fight in Florida. They showed some fight in Dallas. So it's it's not a team like last year that just will roll over and die and just lose badly. They'll come back from a loss and kind of proved it here and you give good effort the game after. Like I said, both of these big losses the next game. They went to overtime, and still lost, but they went to overtime and they made it interesting. So that's good. that's the big difference from this team to last year's team, where it just seemed like they weren't, you know, learning from their mistakes this year, especially with new faces. They're not in that same mentality. So that's definitely a good sign that this team is, like I said, not winning, but losing just an, just barely, losing overtime and giving a valiant effort in that loss, though. Is, is like i said definitely a, a reassuring thing to look at as the season goes on so let me look at the upcoming schedule there's only three games on the red wing schedule for this coming week the 31st against the florida panthers the february 2nd against the columbus blue jackets and february 4th against the columbus blue jackets so only three games on this week's schedule a couple of hot teams, Columbus is is doing fairly well in the Central, and Florida's doing fairly well once, once they finally started, because their first couple of games were supposed to be against Dallas, who, like I said before, didn't play because of their COVID issues, so Florida now getting in the groove of things. I think they're undefeated in regulation as well, so a couple of tough teams coming up for the week ahead, so... That's about it for this week's Red Wings review. If you have anything you want to let us know, just put it in the comments below. Uh, I like to talk hockey, so I hope you like to listen. So until next week, let's go Red Wings!